Show, where every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners and one cat to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello everyone, this is Marta and Marta <laughs> from You've Got Five Options. Well, Anna is kind of here and kind of muted. Uh, so Anna is at home with uh, Gabby, who has been ill and uh, she will try to be with us as much as possible, which can mean everything and nothing. So uh, all the greetings to you, Anna and Gabby hoping that Gabby will be completely up and running very soon and that we get to hear you, Anna, as well. And today we have a very special guest. And uh, yes, we do say that quite a lot at You've Got Five Options, that our guests are special, but uh, you can still feel special, Rasmus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, hello, Rasmus Jensen. Uh, that's our special guest today. And we will be talking about some quite unconventional topics today. So we are in general talking about quite unconventional topics. And today we are going unconventional from that unconventional. So it's, uh, yeah, we are upping our game and it's going to be funky. So our dear listeners, brace yourselves and prepare yourself to hear something you've never heard before. Right? <laughs> maybe. Yes, we'll no, see. maybe. Okay, so let's start with uh, an introduction to Rasmus. And in order for the people to get to know you, apart from your name, I would like to ask you, what are the three words that you could describe yourself with? Mm, three words. Um, yeah, grateful, um, loving, mm, patient. And patient. Wow. I want all the three of them. Can I get them? <laughs> We can talk about that. We can talk about that. Okay. <laughs> well, he, uh, Rasmus is someone I also know personally, have uh, talked to him quite a few times by now. So I know that when he, uh, when he wants, he can share his gifts with other people. So you, if you're lucky, you can get some of those great qualities too. So Rasmus, tell us, who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Good um, question for the beginning. Yeah. I think it's like one of those questions that I've been looking for for my whole life. Um, and I found out that that question is not that important, really. Um, it's like actually trying not to be any anyone specific. Um, and lately, it's really clicked for me what it is that my purpose is. So I'm more focusing on like making space for that direction in my life. Um, and I feel that I'm working with the soul. So I see myself as a soul guide. And I'm just trying to make space to to expand on that. 
Okay, a soul guide. Uh, when Rasmus told me that he found the, those words, I was like, wow, that's like the coolest job title I've ever heard. And uh, Rasmus shared with me that it doesn't feel like a job because it feels very special and it yeah. like gives a lot of energy, right? Yeah, so it never really feels like, it never feels like work when I'm, when I'm doing the sessions. It feels like I'm, yeah, I'm just in the moment. I'm kind of just enjoying being in that moment and I could do it all day, every day. And I think that was also one of the things that I had to learn in this as well, that it was so easy for me to do, so natural for me to do that, that I just, I didn't really feel that I should receive any payment, any money for that. So that took me quite a long time to understand that it's not only about giving, because when you are not able to receive, then the giving doesn't really have the same effect. So when I realize that, it's it, it feels like it flows a lot better. Yeah, definitely. We'll come back to the topic of giving and receiving. Right. So if you could tell us, what does a, a soul guide do? I think I'm still really like no like finding out exactly what that is because it, it's the soul is basically everything that. That's there. So maybe start with what is the soul, and that is where we all come from, from that higher, higher energy that we also going to be talking more about. But I'm very connected to the. There's a book called Tao Te Ching, and that it's like the un, unconditional love, the the feeling of love that every that everything that is in our lives is love. Really, just how how our mind understands that, or like tries to put it into good and bad. And basically everything is the same when it's seen from a soul perspective. So what I'm, what I'm trying to do is present the idea from a soul perspective. So let's call it like a perspective of unconditional love. Yes, yeah, so a little bit background here from my personal story. Um, I found Rasmus online. Uh, yes, uh, the online world, the Google world, that has served me very well. I have, uh, I actually got really interested at some point with regression therapy. I was like feeling stuck in my life and I was feeling that it would be great to dig in a little bit outside of this life because I felt like I did a lot of work in this life for a few years and I felt like maybe there is something deeper than what I can discover in this life. And uh, it started to come to me first in books. I started to read books about it and I couldn't kind of like shake the idea off. And uh, I, I was like, okay, let me explore it. And to be honest, I was like, yeah, but that's kind of like, you know, scary. And it's kind of like some, I don't know, maybe it's just a bullshit. Maybe that's just something, you know, my, uh, the mind, uh, you know, like comes up with. So I was like interested with the topic, but I was also like skeptical, but I couldn't shake it off. I was more and more interested in that topic and I couldn't forget about it. And I was just getting more books and I was like, okay, I need to find out what it is. And then I found out it would be a good idea to do it in my own language. And the lockdown came. So I was like, damn, I'm, you know, stuck here in Denmark. I can't go to Poland, get it in person in my own language. But I couldn't shake the idea off. And I was like, let me just explore what's available here in Denmark. 
And then I just like Googled uh, past life regression in English in Denmark. And I found a guy called Rasmus Jensen who uh, was offering that. So I just reached out to Rasmus and we like agreed on a date. And I was like, you know, like, okay like feeling quite good about it, like all the doubts and questions have kind of like uh, went away. And then when we had the date, Rasmus wrote me, oh, by the way, where where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from Poland. And he was like replying to me in Polish, like, oh, you know, because I speak Polish, I lived in Poland for 10 years. I was like, wow, that's a big sign from the universe. First of all, Never again Rasmus came in the first of the top list in Google search when I was like putting the same search because when I started to talk about Rasmus with some of my friends, people started getting interested and I wanted to share the link. It was never the hit on the top. I never looked, I never verified anyone else. I just like, I felt so strongly that this is the right thing to do that I kind of like, you know, just like went ahead. And when Rasmus wrote me back in Polish, I was like, what the hell? Like, I was like, that's a really, really, really big sign because Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to do it in Polish. So I have tried that crazy stuff that Rasmus does. And we didn't even go to the past life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which was great. We we went and seen what we were supposed to see for me. And definitely I felt the difference in my life after our um, after our session. So we kind of like became also friends and stayed in touch. And I keep on sending more and more people towards Rasmus because I really believe that it's helpful. So that's how that's that's kind of like how you ended up here in the studio. I really believe you are doing something uh, quite amazing and something that hopefully some of our listeners will also get curious about and would like to explore. So uh, you've mentioned that it's not really regression therapy that you do anymore. Let's mm. let's maybe talk a little bit about your journey. How did it all start for you? How did you how did you get into that kind of uh, occupation, profession, yeah. <laughs> you know, life purpose of a soul guide. How did that, what yeah. was the first thing that happened for you that got you there? I mean, like I was always very interested in, in past lives and, and like the whole idea of reincarnation that always fascinated me. And I, I believed it since I was a, since I was a kid. And, but I never really got a chance to like go deeper into it. And then, and there was also like there were certain things that I was able to do connected to healing, like acupressure, for instance. I was able to find the points, like someone would have pains, and I would, I would know, like I would feel in the body where they are, and I could get them to disappear. You know, help people clear that. I would always feel what other people would be feeling. I would have like very high level of empathy. Uh, sometimes it was almost it was actually a problem for me because I was like. I didn't understand what is my what are my thoughts and what are other people's thoughts, which I'm more aware of now, obviously. But the big change, like let's call it the spiritual journey, started when it was in 2005 when my mom passed away, and uh, she'd been she was diagnosed with uh, sarcoma cancer in end of '99, um, and. She had chemotherapy and she had like she had a very tough time um, and she was told that she was she didn't have long uh, to live but she changed her life she changed her name like started doing the things that she was interested in and like 
she became a painter and before she was in business she was in business life like had her own business um but she just went a completely different path and uh and she actually became happier i don't think she was like completely happy and like but because she had a lot of fears and had a lot of issues meant like not mental issues but like things that were blocking her from like being free um when that happened i uh, i had a lot of issues myself like with my back I, like my spine basically just like didn't want to stay together <laughs> uh loads of allergies like all kinds of issues and uh it was quite tough at the time because i had a business uh, outside of denmark and i was you know it was it was quite important to me but i was like turned off i couldn't i couldn't function properly and it led me into like finding out what what is this like why why do i feel like this so i was like looking everywhere into all kinds of therapies and i i tried everything and nothing really helped me like psychology or like i don't know all kinds of like I was all over europe trying to find like i was in switzerland i was like all kinds of clinics and like nothing really helped and then uh went to this session um with acupressure someone was doing that to me and he told me about a clairvoyant in uh, somewhere in denmark and i called her and uh, i didn't even manage to say my own name and she was just saying to me yeah i know where your mom is she's feeling good and like and i was just like okay i'm listening and then she was like everything that's happening in your life is is for a purpose it's to prepare you for something something different than you think and uh, that i come from the light and like that everything is is good the way it is and there's nothing to be afraid of so i started looking at it differently all the things that i saw as a huge problem actually like okay this is interesting and i kind of started to get my power back i started to feel like okay this is there's there's some meaning in this and um yeah and then after some time i i had a chance to try regression therapy in denmark but i saw these past lives and it was interesting but it never really did anything to me i didn't feel better or i didn't feel any relief or yeah it, but it was it took me down a path where i was like okay this there's something about this because i felt like i was in that life it was a life where i was in china it was i was a healer and it was like it just it just felt so right everything but again it didn't do it didn't give me that release of like feeling better then i had another session somewhere else in germany similar similar i saw a past life again and it was also very interesting but it didn't really like do it for me and then i had to go back and call the clairvoyant again about like what's going on like and she's like you just have to look deeper and deeper and deeper and i just then i found in england i found like um someone called andy tomlinson and called her up is this the right guy the clairvoyant again and she said yes this is the one um and then i started i went to england and i i started with hypnosis so i became a hypnotherapist and uh and moved into regression therapy that way of working with energy and i had a, i got a lot of relief that that's where i found out that that it's about energy it's not about seeing the past life it's about moving the energy that is connected to that trauma or whatever it is and uh yeah so i was doing that i was going back and forth and i did the 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 education i became a regression therapist and then i spoke to the clairvoyant again it's just like you have to do it one more time so i did actually the education twice 
just to make sure that I was like super solid in like the techniques and stuff. And the funny thing is now I don't use those techniques at all. Like I've completely changed my my like um, look way of looking at it. And what it was meant to teach me was or help me to clear all my things so it could prepare my soul and my heart to like be where it's supposed to be. So now I I work more intuitively. I completely connect to the energy and um, I don't even think about it. Like now when I have a session, it just just comes through me kind of. Okay, so let's talk a little bit that energy that yeah. you connect to because you did promise we can talk a little bit more about soul and uh, heart yeah. and stuff. So tell us a little bit more how, what does it mean to be connected to the energy? How does it, you know, manifest itself for you? How do you feel it? How? I mean, the way, the way that I feel it, I mean, it's about feeling it. It's not about thinking it. It's about feeling it and it's about feeling unconditional love. So I have like recognized that unconditional love with my kids. And that's where I sort of started that I could recognize that feeling of unconditional love in my heart. So it's like I it's like I know that I recognize that vibration in me. And then by reading the Tao, the Tao Te Ching, it's like it's that vibration that I that I sort of connect to. And what I've worked with the last, I would say, 10 years is just basically as a lifestyle, like everything I do, like almost like every step I take is about finding that unconditional love in everything. So through being grateful, through, um, yeah, just basically feeling that love in everything and not overdoing it, but just being in that. So being in the moment with that. So just for our listeners who may not be familiar with uh, Tao, Tao, mm. what is that for you? I mean, for me, I mean, Tao is it's like a, what people would call like a, like a higher power of, of control, or not controlling, but allowing everything. It's, more, it's not about controlling, but allowing the energy to flow. So whatever that energy is, but that's also when you read the Tao Te Ching, it's like Tao is just because of a lack of a better name. So because every moment, when just the words I've just said, that moment has already changed to something else. So you can never hold on to it. It's just a constant flow of energy that you can then connect to in either way. You can do it. There's nothing wrong with doing it through the mind or heart. It's just what you do. And the Tao, so that higher power, just gives you, it just provides for whatever it is that you connect to. So that book... Uh, that you uh, mentioned, Tao Te Ching, yeah. is that something that describes how you actually feel, live your life? It's like it explains in 81 verses, uh, chapters, um, like in what, like in a philosophical way, how how it could be felt or how you can feel it or how you can recognize it. So a lot, it talks a lot about the master, so let's call him the enlightened one. Um, who then doesn't talk about it, but shows it through his actions and like a lot through the heart. Like how can you know it's true by looking inside your heart, for instance, or the heart is as open as the sky, things like that. Okay, so you're a person that is a soul guide yeah. uh, 
who feels connected to a higher power and yeah. who can feel uh, the energy in people around people and mm -hmm. where where people have blockages yeah. and you can facilitate for people that kind of a release yeah. of a blockage right mm -hmm. that's how i felt in mm -hmm. uh, in a session uh, that uh, that i've had with you and i am just uh, i'm just curious like when you were a kid who did you want to be I mean, I was very into sports when I was when I was a kid. So, um, but I never really had anything, anybody that I wanted to be. It's actually interesting. Like, I never wanted to be anybody than myself. Even when I was I was playing football, and I was like, I, you know, I saw, I saw like good football players, and I saw like sports stars. But I never wanted to be anybody than myself. And I think that's just stayed with me always that I I don't try to be anything else than I am. And I'm just really, I'm just really grateful for the one that I am. Um, and I don't know, it's just, you know, I don't have anything that I want to be outside myself. Yeah, <laughs> and the the things that you have uh, tried, kind of like professions, mm. before getting there, uh, where you've mentioned sports, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were like a professional golf player. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember you've also mentioned like there was a little episode of being a teacher yeah. uh, for children. Yeah. Yeah. So just to just to present you for people that, you know, mm. you also have a connection mm. with the with the very down to earth, natural <laughs> life, just to speak about it a little bit. OK, mm. so you've mentioned that the disease and the death of your mom. Mm -hmm. had this profound, um, it was this profound turning point mm -hmm. in your life. That's something that you, that's something that really taught you a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's where you started opening up to seeing inside of yourself. Right. To, uh, to kind of like look inside of yourself. So, mm -hmm. um, and then you've mentioned about healing. Can I ask you how, you know, how does it work with healing? How do you believe that healing happens? Because you've mentioned you tried like a lot of therapies. Yeah. And, uh, and you didn't really feel that many of them worked. Mm. So let's start with what is healing for mm. you? What does it mean to heal? I mean, true healing is when it comes from the inside out instead of like something from outside coming in. And sort of it's like finding out that you have everything inside you and you're always whole. So it's like finding this this way to find out that you're actually whole, that you don't miss anything. It's like you, if you feel not whole, you start to look outside yourself and turning that inside. So recognizing, okay, that there is a hole, like, okay, there is, a, let's call it a sickness, but then getting closer to like, what is that inside you? That is not about other people. It's not about something, again, something outside you. So it's like, what is it that you feel inside yourself? So always turning it inside. So does it mean that people actually self-heal? Yes. Yeah. Completely. Completely. That's what, that's what true healing is. It is self-healing. Okay. So when we talk about people like healers, mm -hmm. what is their role? What is it that they actually do? I mean, there are different there are different aspects to healing. So there is something called energy healing. There is something like that someone can activate or bring energy in a way to uh, like to someone's body. 
because everything is energy and there is the energy of chi or like yeah, that movement that that is active in the body so there could be blockages in the body in the energy part like of course there can also be a blockage in the physical part of so let's say that i don't know you break a bone then the body heals itself by um sending bacteria or sending blood or you know inside the body the body does it itself if if you allow it and you give it like the rest for instance resting for the body is like you know a, a healing way so let's say that you break your bone a bone in your body uh, your leg and you keep running on it that doesn't get the rest that it needs so that's like a physical a direct physical thing that you have to rest your body energy it's also it's also let's say that there's energy lagging inside your body like say that you've burned out then it means that you've given your energy away so like you're losing your energy by maybe focusing too much on others like trying to help others too much or whatever it is or your mind is not with you your mind is with something else and then there's also the soul part which is like energy that is that we've taken into this life there could also be something lagging there there could be let's call it a, a hole in the energy and then needs to be filled up but we can do that ourselves when we realize what that blockage is okay so a healer is someone so you've mentioned that there can be like energy healing some healers could actually activate some mm. additional energy that mm -hmm. can spark healing yeah. in uh, in others so th they can like kind of share some energy for the healing to happen like they can support it's like a, s a way to support the healing to take place but true healing you don't really need anything from outside everything is inside you but for helping the process it can it can be support it can support it's also like with with food it's like it's let's say that your energy is very low and you need as much as you can to get that vibe because it's about vibration so let's say that your vibration is low it's not so much about being sick but more vibration so let's say your vibration is low and you keep eating food that has a very low vibration you keep it's almost like saying a low ph value uh so it brings that the, the vibration of the body so it's almost impossible to get the vibration up so you can have things from outside that helps but that doesn't work if the inside is not is not help is not working so if the hole from the soul issue or whatever it is it's still there nothing from outside can really bring that back to completion so it has to, uh both is is good but the stronger part is 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 the soul and the heart okay so even if someone uses a healer mm. what actually heals them is the is, inside is the inside so yeah. it's an inside job the healing is an inside job yeah. i very much uh, feel it uh, the same way so uh, thank you for that mm. and i think it's a good time to take a little bit of a musical break so dave will you tell us what are we going to listen to Okay, today we are listening to Claudia Mambe, great friend of the show. Yeah, she's, she's been, been here, here before, and uh, we just love her to pieces. So we are going to play her song again. I think it's a great idea. 
And I'm feeling great. Sounds good. I have to say, I'm feeling great. It's a great <laughs> room today, full of beautiful and lovely people. <laughs> so, Mambe, here we go. Superman Music brings to you Artist of the Week. Porque yo decidí quién ser Soy clandestino, yo elegí mi camino No acepté que la historia dictara mi destino Que he luchado toda una vida para al final entender Que yo existo, yo vivo por el amor a ser fiel A mi arte, que me mantiene conectada Que me ha dado la dicha de poder usar mi palabra Que lujo más grande de expresar mi opinión En un mundo donde muere por defender su valor A mi familia, que no es la sangre que la determina Gracias yo doy por amarme hasta la cima Yo soy humana, yo en la tierra nací La misma tierra que un día me verá morir Mexicana, cumbia con las naciones como hermanas. 
cumbia universal, ritmo pa' bailar Viaja por el mundo uniendo la humanidad Cumbia sin fronteras, cumbia sin banderas Canto de mi alma pa' aliviar las penas Cumbia pa' gozar, cumbia pa' alegrar Cumbia que la guerra ya te hace olvidar Cumbia chichombiana, cumbia mexicana Cumbia que une las naciones como hermanas Claudia Mambe, it's always a pleasure to listen to your songs and uh, thank you for sharing your gifts with us here on the radio. And now we are back talking to a soul guide, Rasmus Jensen. We have just before the musical uh, break been talking about healing. And now uh, we found out that we can actually all self-heal. And that's great news for us. And probably at the same time, majority of people struggle with uh, figuring out how to actually do it themselves. So there is still place for healers and soul guides. So if one person should get in contact with you, what can they actually, what they will be met with? Um, I don't know. They will be met with like understanding and patience. And that we will find the deeper answer why that there is there is a an answer to why 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 you're feeling like that the way you're feeling that it's just because that you haven't been able to find the answer it doesn't mean that it's not there so there's always an answer there and it's it's connected to something inside you so could you give examples of things you could help people with Yeah, there's many examples. I don't think there's much that I can't do. Really. Yeah, that's precisely <laughs> what I uh, was looking at because, uh, of course, preparing for the show, I have looked uh, at your website yeah. and I found out that it's like everything from like physical disease, mm. uh, different types of physical disease through um, relationship problems, uh, challenges with children, mm. uh, like individual challenges, emotional mental mm. it's like it was basically almost like everything so it kind of brings me back to the place is it possible that the answer is actually quite simple yes yeah because <laughs> we kind of like we we it feels so complex mm. and when you look into the conventional medicine there is like medicine for every single individual Yeah. disease and like loads of different types of therapies mm. and there is place for everything for sure 
and different people, you know, kind of like uh, need different paths in order to even be able to connect and walk a specific journey. But it starts to like sound to me more and more like the answer is actually quite simple. Mm. And, uh, And it's within. It is within. But it's also like that there is a less like if something is going on and and we can't easily find the answer it's because that there is a learning in it and that's why when you see things from a soul perspective that you can start to see that there's a reason why i have that mom that has been bothering me my whole life or not for me but like someone could have had that uh, for me it was more my dad so but it doesn't matter what it is there is a deeper understanding of why it is like that and we will until the moment when we can kind of forgive it inside of ourselves and understand like the the meaning of what it it's helping us to learn then it will keep on being there but the moment when we can let go of it then it it's connected to the bodies because the soul the soul and the body is is connected 100% to it like to everything that's going on so when we release it on a soul level so basically connected to our heart so finding the love in it then the body lets go as well okay so someone with basically any uh, level of an issue whether it's a physical or mental or emotional issue mm-hmm. uh, could uh, meet with someone like you yeah and what would actually happen in a session like that i mean most of the most of the time we're basically talking so it's like I'm talking to the soul of a person. So some would call it the subconscious mind. It's not exactly like that, but it is what it feels to me that I'm talking to the subconscious, I mean, it's talking to the soul. But through that, the person is like finding out something in themselves. So obviously it's about something specific that is going on in their lives. We take perspective from what they would like to change or what is bothering them. And then we're trying to find clarity around why that is happening. So every you know, it could be anything that's happened and we're, we can't find out because the sickness comes from the mind not being able to find out what is going on. So it, it does, the energy doesn't flow in the body because it all, all the time keeps coming back to finding an I- a solution to that issue and the mind is not able to do it because it's on a different level. So it's like we're actually, it's a conversation with the mind to let the mind go and let the mind understand that whatever happened is okay and now it's time to let go of it. So it's like almost like a, what was it that it was called? Like, you know, destroy, is a mind destroyer almost. <laughs> and a friend of ours lately said that and I thought that was brilliant because yeah. he's like, you're not a soul guide, Rasmus. You're a mind destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I very much resonate with that because I have been feeling more and more in the last few years that what is actually my biggest problem is my mind, yeah. is not so much about figuring out with my mind what's going on, yeah. but actually letting go 
of yeah. trying to figure out everything with my mind. That mm. is the way to go. So it very much uh, resonates uh, resonates with how I am experiencing mm. it at the time. And still kind of like my mind is the master <laughs> of the puppets uh, and uh, just sometimes allows me mm. to kind of, you know, like yeah. let go of that. So what I wanted to get at was uh, to actually tell you that you're fully conscious in that conversation. There is not like a woo-woo thing going on and it's not like you're mm. hypnotized and you don't no. know what's going on with no. you and Rasmus is like the master of puppets, uh, <laughs> you know, steering stuff. It's, it's actually a fully conscious process where you are fully there, 100% present, and it is something that is absolutely relevant for you right now. Mm. And it's kind of like following the flow of that energy mm. that is relevant for you right now. So you mm. are not like digging for stuff people are not ready to look into. It's what the person is right now mm. ready to see yeah. and resolve, that, that, that energy that is ready to be yeah. let go of. Yeah, it's like that everything has a certain layer. So like I would disconnect to that layer, but I do it intuitively. I don't try to do more than than what's needed right now. And before I was because I was not completely rooted in that as I am now. So I would try to do too much and I would get tired. I would like I would lose my energy doing it. Now I can do sessions all day. I don't even get like a little bit tired. So I think it's also like a good indicator if if you get tired from the work that you're doing and you're like exhausted, it means that you're not thinking the right way around it and you're probably not seeing the purpose of what's going on or you're in completely the wrong place with what you're doing. Yeah, and recently uh, we had a conversation uh, with Rasmus and a couple of our friends where Rasmus asked everyone a question, are you happy? Yeah. And um, and I really loved your answer, how you answered, because Rasmus asked that question, everyone was like, hell with you, Rasmus, you <laughs> get to answer your own question first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone was like, you know, like, yeah. how do I answer that question right now? Yeah. And I really loved your answer. And I think it also uh, refers back to one thing that we promised our listeners we would touch upon uh, a little bit later on giving and receiving yeah. and topics of allowing. So are you happy? I'm happy, yes. Yeah, and how <laughs> did you get there? How did I get there? I just, yeah, I think what was making me unhappy was that I was giving and giving and giving, that's what it felt like. And what was missing, that I allowed myself to receive. And that's what I've... That's what I've understood. What was missing in me being happy is that I actually allowed myself to receive fully. Not like just a little bit, but fully. So let's say someone would offer me something. Instead of like, oh no, I don't need that. I would take it with, and I would be grateful. Like someone would give me a lift. And I would like, no, I can, earlier I would be like, oh no, that doesn't matter. But now I would, okay, someone is offering me that. I will take it. But with my heart. Like, really be grateful. And uh, same with money. Like, I would, before I was like, oh, no, it's so easy for me to do these sessions and stuff. So I was like, no, I don't need to make the money. But now I'm like, okay, I receive that energy fully, and that's why I'm happy. I allow myself to give fully, and I allow myself to receive fully. So I'm complete. So how can you allow yourself to receive? 
what is needed in order to be able to receive? The easy, I mean, it's like, do I deserve it? Um, am I worth it? Am I worth or is what I'm doing worth it? And it's like if you have the feeling that you're doing it from your heart, so it's a passion that you do, and that's enough. It's it, Or even anything you do, if you do it because you enjoy it, then that's enough. That's You can receive it. So when you can get to do that in everything in your life, everything is complete. So it kind of like comes to my mind this uh, very interesting phrase that I have been pondering on mm-hmm. and about uh, opening your heart. Yeah. It's it's this kind of like I've been feeling like how can I open my heart <laughs> and what can I do to open my heart? So if you could like tell everyone like where to start if you want to open your heart to be able to receive where can you start? Open, opening the heart is like such an easy thing to say. And there's a lot of, I found out that there's a lot of people that like using words like opening your heart and spirituality and like and like using the words and like, um, yeah, like almost like pretending in a way. There's no way around it. If you want to open your heart, you have to feel it. It's like you have to feel to be grateful. You have to, you have to, you have to allow it. Basically, it's about allowing, allowing everything and not trying to judge it. So there's, there's obviously more than just one thing in it because it's very individual what is holding someone back from allowing because it could be sadness, it could be any emotion, but it's like a lot of those emotions are connected to each other. So when there's sadness, there is very often anger because anger is, a, is over the sadness, to cover the sadness. Because that's the mo- place you don't want to go. So it's like, it's not that easy to just say, this is it. It's very individual. And that's what I, that's what I really enjoy about the sessions that when I do them is that it's very individually in that moment. Because it's again like, you know, that moment could be different straight after that moment. So it's like being in that moment and then not trying to be anywhere else. So that's also a way to open your heart. Just be in the moment. Be fully present instead of like being somewhere else. So there is not like five tips you can give us, the five things to do in order to open your heart and stuff. <laughs> it's, <laughs> no. it's, it's, to, it's that scary stuff to feel mm. our own feelings? It's a lifestyle. I think it's, it's how you live your life. So I think those five tips would always be different for everybody else. So I don't think you can say it like that, but one tip that I would definitely, uh, definitely uh, recommend is reading the Tao Te Ching. And now I'm a- I've decided that I'm going. I'm actually started to translate it into Danish uh, because there's this version w- from Stephen Mitchell that I always recommend to people, and I've started to translate it from that vibration into Danish. So. I feel that that could be quite helpful for some people uh, because it's about feeling that vibration of that unconditional love or that um, whatever that covers. Um, yeah, so that's that's would be my contribution in the nearest future to that way. Okay, so reading that book, feeling the feelings, being present in the moment, mm. that could be kind of like a beginning. 
yeah. where to start and then everyone individually will mm -hmm. have but also not being afraid of feeling what you're feeling that it's okay it's okay to feel sadness it's okay to feel anger it's okay to to feel what you're feeling it's just in this society we've been kind of taught to like suppress our our emotions but when you go to other places in the world that's not the case so it doesn't mean that because this is the way it is here that that is so i mean for me also i would say it's taught me a lot to be in different cultures and being with different people i think that's also a way if you're open to other cultures open to other opinions open to other ways of living i think that that can definitely be beneficial but you see today that a lot of people are so it's also it's become easier to connect with through the internet and, and like that way to connect to other places in the world which is which is brilliant yeah but i also would say that it's very important to allow yourself to be among people that share the same kind of direction as yourself i think if you stay among people that are in your old energy that you're trying to change from i think that's that's also something to be aware of like that there are certain people in your life that you might have to let go of not throw out but let go of um allow them to go instead of holding on so allowing holding on that's the yeah in any in everything and yeah. with other people as well it's very interesting because when i started to do this work myself and like when i was told like you just need to allow or yeah. you know just feel the feelings i was like where do i begin i've been suppressing stuff for so long <laughs> that it's like uh, almost like a new language that mm -hmm. you need to learn mm -hmm. uh, when you've been uh, controlling yourself and suppressing stuff for a long time but i think it's also like instead of just wanting to change everything in your life like live your life i for instance i can like when it comes to diets and like i can have a beer i can have two and you know just enjoy being in that and i don't know i don't always think about just because orasmus oh, is so spiritual and that so like you know you probably eat green all day and vegan and everything and i'm like it doesn't no it doesn't mean spirituality that way of connecting to yourself it doesn't mean that you have to be vegan not there's anything wrong with that but it's more what you feel what do you feel like you want to go that way so it's again inside yeah very individual very specific mm. okay so there is also one more uh, topic that i wanted to uh, touch upon and mm. that's a really cool one yeah. uh, it's something that you you've shared with me before also that you feel free that you mm. have like stepped into this great sense of freedom Yeah. So, can you share with us a little bit how does it feel to be a free being, human person? So, it's like that I don't I don't feel that I have to do anything specific. That there's no there's no result. There's no there's nothing there's no difference between failure and success. So, it's like it's only like I do the job or I do the moment and then i don't expect a result from it and the crazy thing is that it just works out brilliant when i do it like that like so so that's how um so that's how it works like that 
no, we were just like uh, D- Dave and I, we were just making signs to ourselves uh, to uh. show how much time uh, is missing. Ah. So <laughs> I was asking, if, asking her for a double high five. Ah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Okay, so... So how do how can you come to this place where you can feel this way? Like what do you need to do or yeah again maybe do is a uh, wrong uh, Yeah because it's not about doing right it's just it comes back to that allowing again so in everything because obviously there are, I was always a free spirit like I always I was never scared of like doing things I think it's also something to do with courage actually Like if you have the courage to, yeah, to live life, like you're not being afraid of like being in a position where it could be uncomfortable and like jumping out of, you know, of of your comfort zone (laughs) and out of the bubble, then, then you can become, you can go in the direction of being free. But it's also not like that you have to do something specific. It's almost like you follow the flow, whatever that means, you know, because a lot of people, they, they, they feel that or say that I'm in the flow because it feels good. That's not what flow is. Flow can also be that you are in deep sadness. It's also a part of flow because it's, it's like what is in that moment of whatever happened in your life. So it's like also, let's say that something, let's call it terrible, happens to you, that you can be in that and live that. That's also a part of flow. So that's also there's a lot of misunderstood concepts when it comes to things like that. I love that you mentioned that part of because definitely I've been meeting like reading about it, you know, how can I feel in flow mm. and that says, you know, follow the joy. Mm. Uh, like, you know, follow this uh, state where you can forget about eating and pooping and mm-hmm. stuff and you yeah. are just, you know, feeling good mm-hmm. in it. So thank you so much for bringing that part of that that flow can also mm. actually feel really really difficult yeah, because it's also like even it's not that i feel free it doesn't mean that i don't have i don't feel things that are happening it's like i don't know i'm just imagining now that something would happen to one of my kids and then it's not like okay i'm free i don't care i would feeling free in that means that i would allow myself to feel it so if that is connected to feeling sad about it grief whatever it is then I would allow myself to feel, be free in that feeling and not letting it, not resisting it. So it's about resistance. Like, even if it's something that like, sounds bad in my mind, not resisting feeling it. That's being free. Okay, so it's it's really good stuff that we are digging into here at the end of our, sh- uh, our show. Uh, so I am hearing that you can feel free when you are you actually have a family you have children you have a partner and you can feel free even when there are people like kind of let's call it dependent on you especially children are those kind of people that can uh, for many reasons because it's the same with children i don't feel that i have to do anything they have their individual soul i am present and i am available so but also not just available in the way that they can come to me when they want. Of course they can, but I'm also f- trying to feel what's going on in them and then being present in that, but also allowing them to live their own experience. So not interfering with what's going on in them. Yeah. All right. So one thing when it comes to freedom, like one thing that always comes to me is control. 
Yeah. That it feels to me like, uh, yeah, like in order to be able to feel free, yeah. you really need to be able to let go of control. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let go of control in one go. is It's like, I think the way to let go of control is try to be in the moment and feel where is the control in that moment and then like not going too far because it's like if you make the let's call it the goal too big of like going from if you're a control freak and then like no control that's impossible but you can do it if you take it in steps so being aware of like what's where is the control in that specific thing you're doing so it's almost making it into like separate moments and separate things and understanding what are you doing in this moment. That's why the clarity is around those talks um, by knowing what is actually going on exactly with that because it could be a different kind of control that you have, let's say, in your work than in with your family or, I don't know, with your food or with your, you know, everything. So I think it's very important to, like, be able to separate the the different kind of things you're doing, also connection to different people. Because it's very powerful, the connection that we have to s certain people in our lives. Okay, tell me more. So how how is that important, this connection to other people? Um, yeah, you, the feeling and the connection also in a, on a soul level is different to certain people. So let's say your dad can have, a, you know, a very, let's call it karmic uh, connection like with my dad. Um, so the energy around that can be more uh, dense or stronger, heavier. So it needs more work. And if it needs more experiences, it needs more clarity. But that also means that there is a lot of learning in it. So it's like appreciating that learning instead of staying in that heaviness. So it's almost like putting light into it through clarity and through understanding and putting the love in it so it always comes back the true healing always comes back to understanding the love in it and the light in it whatever it is but that can be separate for separate energies or separate people okay so when you're a control freak or a person with high control levels Mm. you can actually uh, start with awareness, yeah? yeah? So basically you are becoming more self-aware mm. of the different situations, mm. different moments in your life, and through that awareness of how am I trying to control. Mm. So that's kind of like the first step. The uh, So let's say I catch myself mm. trying to control, the unlikely event of me yeah, trying yeah, to, <laughs> to control something, <laughs> and I become aware of it. What can I, you know, how can I move through it? Basically, like di talking about it and trying to be honest. I think honest honesty around how you really feel. I think that's a very powerful way instead of like denying it. So when you can just go into it and say, "This is how I feel," honestly from the heart, and maybe that could be doubtful as well. Like, I, is that what I feel? But at least when you start touching on it and going into it, that's the first step. All right. That's really that's really some good concrete stuff. I must say that at the beginning, when uh, when I was asked the question, "How are you feeling right now?" I was like, "Oh, oh I don't know. Like I'm feeling confused." <laughs> was you know the level of uh, what I could an answer <laughs> for quite a while, and then this, okay, I'm feeling confused right now. That's all right. Let's yeah. take the next step. <laughs> you know, let's try to dissect the yeah. confusion part. So, right. thank you so much, Erasmus, for our conversation. 
conversation today. I hope this is not the last time that we have you here uh, in the mm-hmm. studio. And uh, we might have some other interesting projects to uh, to to bring here to the yeah. studio. And for everyone, if you want to find more information about Rasmus, you are welcome to find us at the5options.com. And that's where all the information will be available. Thank you so much. Thank you. Indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the5options.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode.